I want you to know that this is a move, church. God's really been dealing with me. Do I need to use a handheld? devil is a liar. He's going to break no flow here in the name of Jesus. Can you hear me? Can you all hear me? Oh, okay. I just can't hear me. <laughs> God has really been dealing with me um, and some of the things that's going on here in our local church body. Because sometimes when things don't look like what we think they should look like, we panic. We freak out. We, t- we run, we, we, we get nervous, we get scared, we freak out. But I'm telling you what God keeps dealing with me. This is a move, church. Literally, we had our pastors move, but this, what God is doing in this church, this is the beginning of something that God has been preparing us for, for years. Y'all got to listen to me. God has been preparing us for years. And not just the ones that have been here for years. How about history t- takes the lead on this one. There have been men and women of God who started over in that little building that have prayed prayers, bent their knees, pulled away from the table for this that God is doing now. I'm telling you, church, this is a move of God. This is definitely, most definitely, a move of God. This is not Brownsville. This is. Those, this is not any other. Can you hear me on that? This is Chillicothe, Missouri, and God is up to something. Amen. I have a, a scripture I want you to put up there, Crystal. Go ahead and put it up, please. Thank you. And it's from the NLT, is it? I want you to listen to this. God gave me verse 19, but I'm going to read verses 16 through 19. It says, I am the Lord. This is from Isaiah 43, verses 16 through 19. And it reads as follows. I am the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making dry paths through the sea. I call forth the mighty army of Egypt with all the chariots, And horses, I drew them beneath the waves, and they drowned. Their lives snuffed out like smoldering candlewick. But forget all of that. It's nothing compared to what I'm going to do. Come on, church. Let's bring it on home, verse 19. He says, for I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun, church. I have already begun. Do you not see? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. Woo! Hallelujah! If you can't do nothing else, you can shout about that. God is up to something. Amen. We are having a move of God. Father, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus for the word of God that you've poured into me. Quick. And to the point, God, I thank you right now that you haven't forgotten about us. I thank you right now, God, for all the prayers that went forth for what we are experiencing now, whether it feels good to our flesh, whether we understand it with our natural mind. God, I thank you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, 
remind us continuously that this is a move of God. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. I want you to, I don't have anything fancy. I'm going to give you what God gave me. Because God has made it his way through history to show us that there can be hard times. There can be things that we can go through. There can be things that we don't understand from beginning to end. God has made a way out of no way. Amen. And just because we're going through things here in this physical church, in this body of belief, it's not the only place. Things are happening everywhere. God is still God. Amen. If we can hear that they're having revival in, in, in China, if we can hear that they're having revival in Florida, if we can hear that they're having revival in New York, why not Chillicothe, Missouri? The Bible says in Hebrews 13 to 11 that he is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Amen? So if God is working, God is working. We don't serve a dead God. We serve a living God. Amen? And he keeps telling me the scripture in Zechariah 4, 16, it's not going to be by might. It's not going to be by power. It's going to be by the spirit of God. So this is not anything that we're going to, we're going to pump up. It's not going to be anything that we're going, to, we're going to force and we're going to create. This is going to be a move of God created and sustained by God through his Holy Spirit. I want you to understand that because sometimes we take note of what it looks like. But the Bible tells us that we don't walk by faith. We walk by sight. I mean, we don't walk by sight, we walk by faith. Amen. I said it wrong, but you know what I mean. I'm getting excited here because God is, is he's really revealing this thing. It's like he's taking one sheet off, then he'll take another sheet off, another sheet off, and it's like he's peeling away the layers of unbelief. It's like he's peeling away the layers of doubt. It's like he's peeling away the layers of fear. It's like he's peeling away the layers of, I can't, I won't, we're not capable, we're not able, and we're right. Not by might, not by power, but by his spirit. That's the only way we're going to survive this. That's the only way that we're going to make it. You see this river flowing here? In this river, and I'm just going to say this the way the Holy Ghost gave me. In this river, there are so many good things and so many blessings. But also in this river, I want you to take note, there are things that we should not have to deal with, but we do. In order to possess the land that God has given us, we got to go take it. And the Bible says sometimes we got to take it by force. Sometimes we got to go get it. We see what God has prepared for us. We hear it. We've heard the story. We've heard the prayers. We've fasted. We've prayed. We believe for all the good things. We panic. We run. We cry. We don't know what to do. God said, if you want what I've got prepared for you, come get it. Put some action to it. Come and get it. And this flow, this river that, oh, my goodness, there is a flow through this sanctuary here. I don't know what prayers were prayed here. I don't know what belonged here before this church building was here. I don't have a clue. I'm not done the history on the land. But I know it belongs to us. I know it is, it's Souls Harbor, it's Chillicothe, and I know Jesus is going to come through this town big and tall. He's going to come through this town big and tall because why we have given him our words that we're going to walk this thing out, amen? We're going to walk this thing out. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It does not matter what it feels like. 
The Bible clearly tells us that, that, come on, church, why are we not excited about what God is doing? This is a move of God. These are things that we're going to share with our grandbabies and our great-grandbabies. They may read about it in, in the history books. I don't know what God's up to, but I know this is a move of God. Because this is not anything that we could or- orchestrate in the natural. We can't. We cannot do this in the natural. And we're at a point, not a pivotal point, we're at a point where we, we, we see victory. We see the victory. We smell the smell of victory. But, yeah, we still got to keep walking. We still got to go possess that land, amen? This thing is not going to be easy. But he's already given us his word that he will never leave us and he will never forsake us. I don't have to worry about doing this alone. You don't have to worry about doing this alone. The same spirit lives big on the inside of you that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. So if he can raise Jesus from the dead, raise Lazarus from the dead, raise, raise all the people that we have testimonials in the Bible, he, raised, he can quicken these mortal spirits and make us stand up and stand tall and say, Jesus, let's walk this out. See, we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be fearful. I just want to encourage you just a little bit. I don't have anything fancy and I don't have anything formal. He gave me that song and that scripture in Isaiah 43. Can you put it back up a minute, Crystal, please? Go to verse 17, I believe it is. 18. Thank you. He says, He's reminding us of all the things that he's done, all the things that he's done in the past. He's, already, he's always provided for us. God has always provided for us. Amen. Has he not? God has always provided for us, and he's always gone above and beyond because he's, he's not a God that just does a so-so. He's a more than enough God. The Bible says that he does above and beyond all that we can think or ask. Amen. So if we're asking for a revival here, he's going to give revival there and there and there and there. We think about all the mission flags that we have on. We have not touched all these countries, but I'm not saying that we won't. We have not touched all the areas in Chillicothe. We've not touched our neighbors. We've not touched those on our jobs. We've not touched our family members that are lost and dying and going to hell. We've not done enough, church. Amen. And this is the time we got to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and say, look, God, you're doing this thing. I just got to get in with the program, and I got to do what you call me to do. I got to get on board with your plan, your vision, because I can't do this on my own. And I just want to encourage you tonight, church. I want you to know that it doesn't matter what this looks like and what this feels like. This is a move of God. And I'm going to declare and decree it with everything in me. This is a move of God. They will talk about what's happening here in the negative right now. Right now, because of what it looks like in the natural. But soon, 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 they will be speaking about the power, the glory, the weight, the anointing, of what God is doing here. And I'm not just talking about Souls Harbor. Trust me, this is not a Souls Harbor only. This is Chillicothe. This is Missouri. 
There's going to be a fire. There is a fire. You know how I know? Because I hear testimonies of, of uh, revival in other places. Come on now. I hear the testimonies. I know the things that are happening here and nobody's making mention of it. How many people have been healed in their physical body in the last four to five, six months? I know that there are testimonies because God has revealed things to me. I know there's been healings in this particular body of believers. Why aren't we telling it? Why aren't we testifying? This is a move, church. People are going to come in because they're sick. People are going to come in because they're lost. People are going to come in because they're afraid. We got to have something to show for it. We got to have something to tell them. We got to be the testimonies. God's doing this. He's doing this to encourage us. He's doing this so we can have something to show. We're going to wave the banner of victory. We're going to raise Jesus up and say, we didn't do any of this. This is all God. This is a move of God. You sick, you come in, you get healed, you go home. That was God. You lost, you come in, you find salvation. That was God. That wasn't us. Mark my word. This is a move of God, church. This is a move of God. You can jump in the river or you can sit in the seat. But this requires our participation. This requires some action on our part. And I don't think, no, I'm going to rephrase. I know that God is not asking permission to have his way in this house. So are we going to be rebellious? God is not asking permission. He's here. So when God is in the house, things happen. He doesn't show up just to be in the midst. He doesn't show up. He shows up to demonstrate his power, his glory. Amen. So there has to be testimonies that we're not revealing. There has to be stories that we're not sharing with, with each other. Instead of the mumbling and the grumbling, let's say what God is doing, what God has already done, and we're just now getting the revelation. How about that? Because he's already done everything he's going to do for us. It's up to us to walk this out as he revealed step by step by step by way of his Holy Spirit. Not a man. Not a program. Lord knows not, not, not anything that we could create. We can't fathom in our minds the things that God is, has in store for us. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. I'm telling you, church, this is the move. And you want to know where the fire is? It's burning down inside of me and you. The fire is burning down inside of you and I. So what we need to do is start moving. Fire is contagious. Anything it touches, it consumes. Fire is contagious. Move. Because this is a move of God, church. What's happening or what's not happening is a move of God right now, right here. And I'm excited. I'm excited for the mere fact that I am alive to be a witness and a participant. Because I know God is definitely moving. He's moving. Not we're waiting. Not we're hoping. Not we're believing. We're seeing it. We're seeing it. He is making his presence known. 
Hearts are being changed. Come on, church. Hearts are being changed. People are being saved, one to the Lord. I saw people in this church today that I haven't seen in a while. I don't care if they, well, I hope they come back. But even if they don't, they were here today. They were here last Sunday. God is doing something. And we need to get, we need to get more active. We need to be more, not proactive, we need to be more active, period. Because we'll have to stand before him and we'll have to answer for our lack of action, our action in error. Come on, church. The Bible says he's the same yesterday and forever, and I trust him with everything in me. Even when I don't understand what's going on, even when you don't understand what's going on, I know one thing that I've found with God, he is faithful. He is truly, truly, truly faithful. And he doesn't always do it the way that we want it done. He doesn't always do it the time frame that we need it. We think we need it to be done. But God has never, ever let me down. I don't care how bad the situation is. I don't care how crazy it looks. God has never let me down. Because I stand here before you tonight, I should be locked up crazy somewhere with some of the things that have gone in just last year. And we're not going to talk about the rest of my, my life. But you know what? It's all part of our testimony, and we need to be sharing it. Because we made it. We made it. We made it. We made it. And we're going forward. Amen. God gave me that scripture and it just bubbled up into my heart. I love that song. That song, it just reminds me that this is a move. The giants are still being slayed. Bodies are still being raised. Come on. Do we believe that? Do we believe that God is still God? That sick People and bodies are still being healed, that the dead can be raised, that we still slay giants with our words, with the word of God. We still slay giants, right, church? We, we do, right? We still slay giants, amen? Because I'm telling you right now, we are having a move of God that we will tell our grandchildren and great-grandchildren about. I mean that. I don't care who leaves. I don't care who comes. God is not a man that he should lie. So if he said it in his word, it's a promise that he shall fulfill. At the heading of, of I don't know if it's this, my Bible here or the one, or my phone. It says the promise of victory at the head of that scripture. The, the Isaiah 43, verses 16 to 9, at the head of that it says the promise a victory, I believe it's what it says in my Bible as a little bold heading. And uh, every song, as usual, that Amy had lined out to play goes right into what God is revealing. Every time. Every time. And why? We haven't talked. I didn't pray for a specific song. I didn't ask for a specific song other than that last one there. But because God is doing this. Not by might, not by power, but by his spirit. And he is moving. He is moving like waves of glory. I remember when we were having the two-week revival, and all I could hear is waves of glory, waves of glory. And we had a time. We had a time. I saw some things happen. It was just like like a little inching 
a little inching of something that was going on. And God was just showing us, giving us a preview of what is to come. And I said, ooh, ooh, can we handle it? Do we have a choice? No. Can we handle it, church? Are we ready for it? Are we ready for this move of God? It would be awful if God is doing all of the things that God is doing and we don't acknowledge his presence. We don't recognize that he's moving. We don't thank him for his presence and his move. We don't thank him that he is active and alive and still. Come on, church. Come on. God is doing something here. If nowhere else within me, church. Is he not, is he not doing anything in, in your lives, in your hearts? I mean, he's working me over. But I love it because he's changing me. The Bible says we go from glory to glory to glory. I'm trying to let him work my salvation. I'm trying to work this thing out. Every step, every day. Because he needs hands and feet and mouthpieces. Oh, y'all don't believe that? Sometimes I know we feel like we in the cave. Sometimes it feels like we in the cave hiding out. Sometimes it feels like we're in the fiery furnaces. We feel like those things are going on because in the natural, our flesh does not like change. But we're going to get over that, too, because the Bible says we're to walk in the spirit and we're to be renewed by in our mind. Amen. There's a story. I read this book. Well, I listened to it. I like to do a lot of audible books now. So I listened to this book and it's by. um, Oh, no, not going to give it to you, but I'll tell you the story. Um, it's an old school minister. Oh, not going to give you the name because I can't think of it. But I'm going to tell you the story. And sometimes we need to understand that we don't have to feel good or feel bad or, or understand what's God doing because we're dead to self. Amen. There's a story about, and you guys may know it. If you've read the book, you might know this little portion. I, might, I hope I don't mess it up. Uh, there's a, a, a monsignor and one of his parishioners. And he comes to him, and he's gone over the scripture about um, what does it mean to be dead to self. And the Monsignor tells him, uh, well, this is the only way I know that I can explain this to you and make it make sense to you. So they recently had um, one of the priests, or, or I believe that's what they, pass away, and they buried him in the courtyard. So the Monsignor tells this this young young man said, well, I want you to go out there to brother so-and-so's grave, and I want you to say all the ugly things that you could possibly say. I mean, you say all the ugly things you've ever heard about, all the ugly things that you can make up about them. Just shout them out and get them out there and just, just lay it on there. Went back to the Monsignor, and he says, well, I did that. Nothing happened. Monsignor's like, okay, nothing happened. He says, now I want you to do one more thing for me. I want you to go back to that same grave site. And I want you to say all the wonderful things that you have ever heard about this, this, uh, this man. And I want you to just say them out into the atmosphere and say them out to him and say them out and anything that you could think of that you want to make up. All the good, warm, and fuzzy things that you could think of. He did that, goes back to the Monsignor, and he says, so, what, so nothing happened. And that's basically what God is trying to tell us. If our flesh is dead, it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. We walk by the spirit, not by this natural flesh. And it should not, it should not, help me, Holy Spirit, it should not allow us to move 
or react in a negative way because we're dead to self. We're dead to self. That's why sometimes we get our feelings hurt so easily because we're still walking in the flesh. Come on, we're walking in the flesh. That's why when people say a little ugly something to you, you fall out, you panic, you just, you're done, you're through, you quit, you're out, dead to self. Means whether it's good and they're cheering for you, clapping for you, doesn't matter. They're cussing you out, talking about you, your dog, and your mama, doesn't matter. Does not matter. God is still God. This is a move, church. And the reason I'm saying things just like I'm saying, I'm just being me, being myself. I got to do it like, like, like me. I got to be me with the word of God and the anointing that he's put on my life. So what I'm saying to you is because we understand and we have acknowledged by the nodding of our heads or the waving of our hands or the amens or whatever, that this is a move of God. So what are we going to do with this move of God? What are we going to do with it? We're going to sit. We're going to clap. We're going to watch it go by. We're just going to watch life happen. And it's not just for Souls Harbor. This is not just for Souls Harbor. If you're here, you are anointed to be here. You're chosen to be here. You're called to be here. You're supposed to be here. Amen? God gathered a bunch of us together for such a time as this to carry out his will and his plan for what he wants this church and the body of believers in Chillicothe to carry out. I'm saying that because I believe that and I know that to be true. And I believe the unity will come as we continue to step out and trust God because we can't do it alone. We're not called to do it alone. Come on now. We're not. We need each other. This is the move, church. Chris will play that song again. That's all I got. Chris will play that song again. What I want you to do, by way of the Holy Spirit, I pray that he has pricked your heart. I pray that he, you, he's tickled your ears. Whatever warm fuzzy sounds good to you. What are you doing and what are you not doing to move this move along? Because this is a move of God. Are there things that you are hiding? Are there things that you need to repent of? Are there things that you're not doing that God has called you to do? Are there things that, that you need to stop doing that God has said, nope, nope, that's enough of that mess. That's enough, that's enough, that's enough. Are there things that you know that could be preventing, preventing the flow? Because you know sin will stop up a flow. Sin will stop up a flow, church. Do you remember the battle of Ai? Achan. He, 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 hindered that, he hindered that flow. Should have been a quick, easy battle. But because of sin in the camp, Sister Ann, because you, you hear me? We got to be on our P's and Q's here. This is a move. This is a move of God. I don't care if there's three people. Or there's 300 people. Because the Bible tells me two or three gathered, two or three in agreement gathered, he is in the midst. So if we stand in agreement and love and in unity, we need to be praying today and every day. But we definitely need to be praying 
and this pastoral change and receiving this move of God that God is has prepared for us, not this week, not this year, not last year, but years back. God is fulfilling promises to our forefathers that we would stand in Chillicothe, Missouri, and we would see the river flow so mightily that it would wash away the sins. And you know what? He's doing that. Because I'm going to see my children in church again. I'm going to see my grandbabies quoting scriptures like Nana again. I'm going to see your sons and your daughters and your loved ones come to the Lord because I believe that. I believe that. I'm I'm agreeing with you, church. So if you could just find just a little bit of time, not for me, not for mine, but, but for you so you can be in position for what God is doing now. Because this is a move, church. We need this move. We need this move. We need this move. God, we thank you right now for this move, God. Even how, how incredibly strange this feels to our flesh, God. Even if we don't understand it with our natural minds. God, we love you and we trust you. And we adhere to your word. We adhere to the prompting of the Holy Spirit. God, we continue to cry out to you on behalf of this town, this state, and the nations, God. God, this is not just about Chillicothe. You've called us to bigger things than Chillicothe, God. And God, if we can't get past praying for self and family and community, and, and, and Souls Harbor, we're going to miss this, God. God, this is a move. This is more about the nations that don't know you, the nations that haven't heard of you. Healing of the nations, God. This is more about Chil- than Chillicothe. God, I thank you that this is a move of God that we are experiencing in Chillicothe, Missouri. They will remember what you're doing in Chillicothe, Missouri. They will talk about what you are doing in Chillicothe, Missouri. This is not a man-made revival. I won't even label it revival. But I say this is a move, God, and I thank you. By way of your Holy Spirit, continue to do what only you can do, God. God, I thank you. We love you. We anticipate. We anticipate, oh, with readiness, God, with readiness, with eagerness. Woo! This move, this move, keep moving, God. Keep moving, God. God, we bless your name. 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 Come and do what you do, God. Yes, God, we need a move. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen and amen. We need this move, God. We need this move, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.